I'm going to be honest. By nature, I still worry about things. Over the years, I've worked on how I manage the urge to worry. In intense moments of angst, I am calmed by the advice from dear old dad. (laughs) Often, he said to me, be anxious for nothing. Like most incredible advice from my dad, it's biblically rooted. Allow me to share a scripture from Philippians 4, verses 6 through 9, which reads, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. I promise today's episode is not a sermon but it is certainly a good word. And as I've said before, this podcast encourages me too. I'm going to share with you the ways that this scripture and that thought has helped me keep my sanity and focus on what matters during acquisition seasons of my life here on the View 112 podcast. Welcome to the View 112 podcast. I'm Janita Morris. As an avid reader, writer, and businesswoman, I'm passionate about literacy and self-development. Here, I think out loud and share my perspective on life, balancing a career, and building a writing business. Let's get into it. Hello there. Today is Tuesday, February 6th, and I'm off today. Um, and it's funny, I was I knew I wanted to record a podcast today, and I had been going through some of my older podcast notes and came across the concept for today's podcast, which I actually wrote back in November with the intent to record during Thanksgiving week. And here we are in February. It's funny how timing works. As it turns out, this episode is more relevant in my life today than it was just 90 days ago. So I'm glad for the opportunity to share these thoughts with you. Be anxious for nothing has been said from my dad and recalled mostly during moments in which I am agonizing about either landing a big deal, getting a job, a promotion, or just overall concerned about money. The waiting period and finding out if I'm going to be rewarded for something can be awful for me. I have allowed failures over the years to cause me to be more anxious in big moments in my life. I've experienced major failures in my life from failing my thesis in college to divorce to not getting promotions and even being laid off. Although I have rebounded incredibly well from all of these situations, I still need to be reminded about not having an anxious heart. Here are five actions I take to work through anxiety and stress and worry and all of those things we hate. (laughs) Number one, I pray. I literally cannot do anything in life without praying about it. I pray for a lot of different reasons, but if I'm being honest, praying mostly centers me, connects me, and calms me down. (laughs) I am absolutely one of those cast your cares on the Lord kind of person. I express how I'm feeling. I express how I think I need help and what I want the outcome to be. 
I practice gratitude every day by thanking God for all the things, big and small, before I start with the care casting. (laughs) You want to know something funny about that process? When I take a moment uh, to practice gratitude and thank God for everything, that's how I kick off all prayers is I just start by talking about all the things that I'm thankful for. And in that process, by the time I'm done thinking about all of the things that I'm grateful for, I'm reminded about how many ways I am blessed and about how generous God and life has been. And then when I start to get into what I'm worried about, the feeling of worry and angst has already been greatly reduced. So even if you're not a prayer warrior, not saying that I am, by the way, but that, that is one benefit of incorporating gratitude daily. It relieves your anxiety. Mine happens to be in the form of prayer. Number two, I prepare. Now that I've prayed, I start to prepare to receive what it is that I'm seeking. So many of us go through these steps of ideation, coming up with goals, writing them down, and then we stop. An incredibly popular book I read years ago, maybe like 10 years ago, is The Secret. And the law of attraction concept was explosive back then. That was what everyone was talking about. All the self-help gurus were talking about it. I remember all these people were on Oprah, um, people who had contributed to the book. And everybody was talking about the law of attraction. And the law of attraction focuses on your thoughts. And the concept is that you attract everything that you are thinking. And I believe in the law of attraction. I've seen it come into place in both positive and negative ways. And so I definitely channel my thoughts into positive light thoughts and things that I want to see and come to fruition and things that I want to attract. Um, But when I first heard about the law of attraction, I was unemployed, as a matter of fact. That's probably why I had time to sit around and watch Oprah. Um, But I saw on TV where someone said that they wrote themselves a check for $100,000. And they thought about it every day. And one day they received a check in the mail for $100,000. And I thought, cool, with my unemployed self, I'm going to write a check right now for $100,000. Um, and I was actually in my living with my parents at the time. And I remember thinking back then that $100,000 would get me back on my feet. I thought about the check in the mail because I was trying to, you know, use my thoughts and the law of attraction to, um, you know, get that check sent to me. And, uh, that's all I did. I wrote the check and I thought about the check and I didn't do a single thing other than that. And I still have not received a $100,000 check in the mail, (laughs) at least not yet. (laughs) But I did start getting serious about my job search and I decided to take some of my savings money and I started my first company, Endorse Apparel. And through work, focus, failures and successes, I've certainly earned $100,000 several times over, and I've attained more financial success in the last 10 years. My advanced lesson since that time is the law of attraction is a real thing. 
I think working through the law of attraction, you can prepare for the most amazing things. I have learned over the years, you simply can't just say you want something and pray about it. You have to get start, you have to start getting ready for the things that you are attracting into your life, or you won't be prepared to receive them and they will not come. One more thing on this. Uh, I just actually two more things on this. One is I was thinking as I was talking, uh, this reminds me of the podcast I did about affirmations. And I believe just like the law of attraction, how you think things and you attract things to you. I think affirmations work in the same way as when you're thinking them, you're saying them out loud, you attract them to you as well, but you do still have to put in the work. That's the key. Um, I just saw a post on Instagram the other morning in which the comedian Leslie Jones um, had posted a picture of herself in the gym. And she said in her caption that she feels like she's working out for nothing. No one's going to notice and she feels like she's going to be single forever. And a lot of people were leaving like encouraging notes. You know, she's been through a lot of, uh, she's been a victim of like a lot of just nastiness on the internet. Um, And so a lot of people were encouraging her. But another actress who I actually also follow on Instagram, her name is Megan Good. And she left a comment encouraging Leslie saying, and this is a quote, I'm quoting this. She said, you're doing it for something, career, relationship, purpose, etc., making it so that your body will continue to take you wherever God wants you to go. She said a little bit more, but I found that just so touching and so motivating. I can think of all the books I've read and podcasts I've listened to and seemingly mind, mindless work and tasks I've done to prepare me for this very moment in my life, all the things that I've been equipped to handle and complete, all the baby steps. You know, I talk a lot about baby steps. All the baby steps prepare us. And so we don't have to be anxious. When you prepare and do the work, you don't have to be anxious about the outcome. Number three, along with preparedness, this kind of goes hand in hand, is practice. I've spoken about this before as well when it comes to public speaking, for example. Any opportunity I get, I practice in advance. I just had a conversation with a colleague that was preparing for a job interview, and he asked me to help him by doing a mock interview, and we did, and he did a, he did a great job. He asked me for tips, and I told him one of the things I do is repeat certain things I want to share over and over again. I repeat them out loud. I think part of that is the law of attraction. Part of that process is... Um, affirmations. But part of that is I just need to practice saying it over and over again. Sometimes we come up with these amazing ideas or thoughts um, and we just can't get it out at the right time. I've interviewed a lot of people. I've spoken to a lot of people and you can tell they're doing great work. It's awful for me as an interviewer to meet fantastic people that cannot communicate a vision or the incredible work that they've done. In corporate training, I think what people groan about the most is role-playing. There's so much pushback to role-playing. I've had countless salespeople say to me, um, like, I don't need to role-play. Like, I I know what I'm going to say when I get in front of the customer or when I get in front of the client. And role-playing, everybody's bad because, like, you make people nervous or people are nervous. You don't want to, like, pretend sell in front of people. And um, they, they always say, like, 
I, when I get in front of the client, I'm, I'm going to be fine. And those same salespeople fumble the second it's time to close with a the client. They, they cannot do it. They don't have anything prepared. They can't overcome objections or the rollout is just choppy because they haven't practiced. And I'm not saying that everything needs to be scripted. I'm definitely not advocating for that, but you need to know what you sound like and how your phrasing really comes across. I really don't know of a successful person that wings everything in their life. The greatest ones, they rehearse, they run drills. I mean, take President Obama. He spent hours with speechwriters practicing his speeches and making edits. Even the great ones, like I said, practice, rehearse, get ready for big moments in their life. Four, be patient. Uh, What is for you will not pass you by. It sounds cliche, but it's so true. Take it from me. I have made more mistakes jumping the gun or forcing things to happen. There have been many times I have grown to myself. Why didn't you just wait? Over the last 18 years of working, impatience has caused me to overcome poor hiring decisions. And that's what's most impactful. My team knows now that if it is not a resounding yes, then it's a no for me. I'm sure you've heard the adage of saying no a lot to get to yes. When you're anxious, you often say yes to the wrong things. There is a quote from Cheryl Strayed, the author Cheryl Strayed, um, and this is from her book, Tiny Beautiful Things. She says, I don't think there's a single dumbass thing I've done in my adult life that I didn't know was a dumbass thing to do while I was doing it. Even when I justified it to myself, as I did every damn time, the truest part of me knew what I was doing was wrong. Always. For me, that rings true. And most of the time, I did those same things when my patient was lacking or I was anxious to make something happen. And sometimes you gotta just wait. And then finally, peace. What I have found from doing all of the above, when I have prayed, when I have prepared, when I have practiced, when I just exercise some patience, I have peace. I have peace because I'm no longer anxious or concerned about any outcome. If things go the way I expect, then of course they did (laughs) because I put in the work for the expected outcome. If things don't go the way I want, then I know because I put in the work that there is a better alternative I have yet to discover. And that's exciting to me. Don't get me wrong. There have certainly been many disappointments and the outcome has just been devastating. But even in those times, I am hopeful because I know with clarity that that particular path was not mine. I now know I have options for another path. And one of my favorite intangibles in life, options. A girl loves some options. Um, Like I said, 90% of this post, uh, I was supposed to have ready in time for Thanksgiving week and I didn't get the opportunity to record it. And I'm just glad it came across at this opportunity that I have now to share with you that I can encourage myself. And I just have a lot of friends. I've been having so many conversations lately where people are making big changes in their life. I just had a text chain with a few of my girlfriends and, um, another one of my friends is contemplating, um, 
moving basically cross country. And, um, you know, she has a lot of us that are encouraging her to like, just take the chance. But then she also has, you know, some negative people in her life. And it's funny, that thing about options is, you know, I told her like the number one thing that we all wish we had in our careers and in our life um, are options. That's like one of my favorite things. So uh, thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you for listening to uh, my thoughts. I'd love to know what you think. You can connect with me basically online anywhere uh, looking for Janita Morris. Uh, you can email me or ask me any questions at Janita Morris at view112.com or just check out the blog, view112.com. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.